A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad. And I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive in June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. It is no secret that my top manifesting hack is my daily use of subliminal audios. I mean, mostly because I'm lazy and I get to manifest in my sleep. What a goddamn dream. Who wouldn't love it? Subliminal messaging has been around for years. The Guardian published an article back in 2007 stating that scientists have found that subliminal messages leave a mark on the brain. And that's why everyone from Apple to Coca-Cola have infamously used it in their advertising campaigns. Subliminal stimuli are any sensory stimuli below a person's threshold for conscious perception, i.e. you think you're just listening to a relaxing piece of music, but boom, there are hundreds, if not thousands, thousands of powerful statements and affirmations beneath the music that you can't hear with your conscious brain. These affirmations can have distinct impacts on people's thoughts and behaviour. Choose from a range including perfect health, wealth and success, beauty and confidence, fertility, weight loss, meet your soulmate, peaceful and present parent, happy kids and so much more. Easily download onto your phone or live stream when exercising, cooking dinner, in the bath or my personal favourite as you go to sleep as part of your daily mindset practice. Go to francescaamber.com to get yours. What's up, bitches? It's me, your girl, Francesca Amber. If I'm sounding a little bit down and deflated, that's because I fucking am. I am not the best with technology, I will admit this. And I recorded ahead of time, trying to get ahead of myself and be prepared, prepare, no, fail to prepare, prepare to fail and all that jazz. I recorded a second part of my Q&A that I asked for a couple of weeks back, I got 158 questions. So I was like, do you know what? I'll do a second part of my Q&A. There were some really interesting questions in there. And then I'll have it ahead of time because today, Friday, I'm starting my money manifesting course and I really want to just solely focus on that the night before. I just went to open this file and because I've saved it as an MP3, it now won't open in my editing software 
and I don't know how to fucking fix it and it's too late to ask anybody and I legit felt like crying for about two minutes and then I was like Fran don't you worry you can literally just talk about something off the top of your head (laughs) she ain't written no notes it's gonna be fine um so this is a little bit um unplanned because it's very very late I do have to go to bed very soon and I honestly thought I had a podcast episode in the bag and I don't um so anyway today I wanted to talk about something that um has been really sort of affecting me recently and that is how do you know the difference between being happy with what you have but also aspiring for more like you know there's a real energetic difference between you're only gonna live your best life and you'll only be happy and you'll only be content and you'll only do the things. You'll only be rich and you'll only find the love of your life when this certain thing happens. It could be when I lose the weight, when I have a boob job, when I've met my soulmate, when I've bought my dream house, when I've got children, when I, when I, when I, when I, when I, when I. There's a difference between that and saying, do you know what? I really want to meet my soulmate and when I meet my soulmate it's going to be amazing and we're going to be living our best lives and I really can't wait to buy my dream house and I really can't wait to have children and I really can't wait to have all these things. There's such an energetic difference and a way that you act with these things and I think that sometimes us perpetual goal setters and goal achievers can sometimes feel a little bit like is it ever going to be enough? Is it ever going to... My cat just scratched me right up the bum. What the fuck? You know when they like extend their claws? I swear to God, they just went right up my ass. Oh, this cat. Um, Sorry, apologies. There's a real difference between the two. And I think that sometimes, yeah, like I say, us perpetual goal setters. Primrose, she's actually attacking. She's actually attacking me. Hold on. So... I feel like the last couple of years of my life, I have perpetually lived in a renovation. I renovated my apartment when I was married to my husband. He insisted on turning it into a two bedroom, even though it was not big enough to be a two bedroom. And we had to live through that months. Anyone that's lived through a renovation will know my fucking pain. Then we bought a house here in Lincolnshire and we renovated that. And then badly because I wasn't in charge of it. And then I moved back to London and one of the conditions of my divorce, it's a long story, um, I had to renovate my apartment again and get rid of that bedroom and turn it back into a one bedroom. So I lived through that renovation. That was incredibly stressful. Took a whole fucking summer, like a whole summer of my life. How many do we even get? Then I bought a house here in Lincolnshire by myself so that my daughter could go to school and all that jazz so we could start a new life here and guess what it was the cheapest house in the village it was a fucking shit show Artex ceilings brown carpets and I had to do a renovation one of the most stressful things I've ever done moving out of my home and living with my mum and nan for two months with three young children fucking awful And now my house is done and it's beautiful and quite literally like I'm having my garden done and then it's pretty much finished. I think I found my dream home, but guess what? It needs a renovation. And because it's my dream home, I would actually have to sell this house in order to buy it. So I'd have to go and move into it as it is and an old lady 
She didn't die in it. She died. But also she's left the house. She's left her entire estate to Battersea Dogs Home and she was single. So I feel like I'm loving the vibes. Do you know what I mean? Um, But it got me thinking, like, can I never just stop and appreciate what I have and kind of accept an easy route? Like, am I addicted to the hustle? Am I on a hedonic treadmill where I feel like I have to achieve the next thing? I have to achieve the next thing. And I think that can be really healthy, especially if you're the sort of person that doesn't like set and achieve goals and you do find the year slipping by and you haven't done things. But then I think there's definitely another end of the spectrum where you're like, okay, you just need to stop and take a moment and appreciate all you have achieved. So I was sitting here thinking to myself, am I on that slippery slope of always being in the hustle? always being literally in the renovation and never enjoying the fruits of my labour. And I think it's a fine line. I think that if you're waiting to do amazing things in your life until this thing has happened, then yes, you're 100% on a hedonic treadmill. You are 100% um, waiting to live your best life. I would have people round my house. I would host dinner parties. We used to have big Thanksgiving dinner parties. We used to have barbecues. Whether I was living in a tiny one bedroom apartment with a ramshackle roof garden for a fucking garden or whether I'm going to be living in my dream house. I never put off those things because of where I lived. I never put off those things because of where I lived. And I think that is what defines the difference is I'm not waiting to host a barbecue until I'm in my dream home. I've done that in every home I've ever had. Um, It's making the most of what you have now and being so thankful for what you have now. Like when I look back, I always was so thankful for where I was right back to the beginning of when I was about 14. My family moved into like a bigger house than we'd lived in in a long time. No, I wasn't 14. I was about 18. And I really appreciated it. And I had this bedroom that had windows on two sides. And I just couldn't believe that I had two windows in my bedroom, like one on one side, one on the other. I was like, wow, this is like fucking life changing. And where my bed was, I'd wake up in the morning and I would see the next door neighbor's house. And for some reason, it was just a normal red tiled roof. But to me, if the sun was shining in the morning, I'd see this red tiled roof and I'd just feel like I was in fucking Spain like I felt like I was on holiday and every morning my mum used to come in I'd be like mum I feel like I'm on holiday today look at that roof isn't it lovely and for many 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 years when I lived in my apartment in London I genuinely and I'm not saying this with a hint of irony at all and my flat was fucking disgusting when I first bought it And it was just a little one bedroom flat above a pub. But I used to wake up every day and I'd think, I'm so fucking thankful to live here. Like, I'm so thankful. Like, I can't believe I own a piece of London. Like, this is fucking wild. And that um, novelty, it never wore off. It never wore off. Even after years of living there, I would still be like, God, I'm so thankful I have this. I'm so thankful. And so... Even though they were all different varying um, levels of 
home and how nice it was. I always felt thankful for where I was. I never was like, oh, I'm going to wait until I have a nice house. And I have got friends that were like that, that were like, oh, I've bought my first home. We're going to have a big barbecue. Guess what? Motherfuckers still waiting for that invitation. Guess who did have a barbecue in the meantime? Me, who didn't even have a fucking garden. (laughs) Like there are people that just wait until they've got this thing perfect until they start living their best life. And I guess that's what I'm trying to say in a very roundabout way because I've not written any fucking notes, is live your best life now. Have your friends round for dinner, host a party, have a barbecue, do it in whatever home you're in now and make yourself feel as best and thankful and appreciative for the home you have now. Wait, my delivery KFC has just arrived. Hold that fucking thought. Okay, false alarm, it wasn't KFC after all. Um, But the same thing applies to your self-image and your self-worth and your body, like your physical body. So many of us say, oh, once I lose weight, I'm going to go on holiday. Or once I lose weight, I'm going to do a photo shoot with my children. Or once I lose weight, I'm going to have a party or whatever it might be. But why are you waiting for something to start living your best life now? That is 100% a recipe for disaster. You can't wait until you lose weight. You can't wait until you've had surgery or whatever it is you want to have done. You have to live your best life every day with what you have. And that's what really, really makes the difference between aspiring for more, knowing that having more money, a nicer home, better holidays, more children, a soulmate is just going to enrich your current life further um, versus sitting in your house being like, I'm going to start living once I have these things. Does that make sense? I really hope that makes sense. There's such a subtle difference. And I think we have to constantly monitor and be aware in ourselves of am I on a treadmill here where I keep putting the goalpost further and further away? Like the finish line is getting further and further away. And every time I come close to it, I say, oh, no, 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 I'm moving it further. We have to be really aware of, are we doing that? But apart from that, there's absolutely nothing wrong with always striving for more, for always being hungry for more. I was listening to um, something that Denise Duffield Thomas put on Instagram the other day, and she was saying, you know, the second that she had submitted her book to her publisher and was like, boom, final final draft, done. The very next email, two minutes later, was like, right, can we talk about the cover for my new book now? And how she she definitely celebrates every win that she has, but she's always moving on to the next thing. And I think maybe some of us are just built that way. Like, I look around my house now and I'm like, oh, it's so lovely and I really love it here and I really want to just enjoy the summer and enjoy the garden and enjoy the house this summer. But the other part of me is like, I want to move into this dead old lady's house and I want to make it fucking amazing. I want to make it my dream house. So the struggle is real. Only you know what feels right and what feels good and whether you're holding off and living your dream life or whether you are living your dream life and you're just making it better and better and better. Something else I saw on Instagram the other day was it was like a money quote and it was saying um, money shouldn't uh, like an increase in wealth shouldn't just be to like impress people. It should just improve and upgrade the quality of your purchases. So it should mean that you can buy better groceries, you can buy organic food, you can buy better holidays, you can buy nicer homes, you can buy nicer experiences. And I was like, ain't 
that true? Like, isn't that so nice just to improve the quality of everything that you have? And so many of us have negative um, connotations when it comes to money and why should you want more and it's greedy and all that kind of stuff. And I just thought that was really interesting how it's not actually to necessarily even have more. It's just to improve the quality of everything that you currently have. And so why was I saying that? Oh, yeah, because we're like, are we on this treadmill of wanting a nicer home, a nicer holiday, a nicer? No, it's all right. But check yourself before you wreck yourself. Anyway, I'm very, very aware that this is only 13 minutes long and I have not written a single note. I have not prepared for this at all. Like I said, it's very, very late. You're going to have to forgive me on this one. You're going to have to forgive me and let me have a fucking pass because you better believe that Q&A was a decent one. It was a really decent one. And maybe I'll send it to my friend John and see if he can somehow work his magic and like manage to edit it because Lord knows I don't fucking know how to do it. I do not know how to do it. Um, but maybe that's something I should learn in 2022 is to be more tech savvy or just learn to outsource more things that I'm not naturally good at. That's probably a better one, isn't it? Um, everything now is on my new website at Francesca Amber. No, that's my Instagram, francescaamber.com. So the necklaces, the tote bags, the candles, the, the courses, everything is now at one place francescaamber.com so it's super easy I've streamlined everything I've got rid of that shitty old cartel um big cartel rather so yeah anything that you're looking for is now all in one place because a few people have messaged me saying are you not doing the candles anymore are you not doing the necklaces I'm like yes yes I am it's just in a new place maybe I hadn't said that before um and I guess that's all I've got to say this week I do apologize and I will be back bigger and better next week I promise um thanks for listening the law of attraction has changed my life and it's going to change yours too bitch bye what up bitches it's no secret that reading has changed my goddamn life I think it's incredible that people put their entire life's work their teachings into a book that often costs less than 10 pounds it's incredible to me and I am so thankful to all of the authors that have helped me on my self-development journey and you know I have the UK's biggest self-development book club there's over 3,000 of us reading along each month but maybe you're thinking Fran I ain't got time to read who do you think I am Barbara Cartley no, you are busy. You are girl bossing it. You are living your goddamn life. And I get that. I see that. I hear it and I value it. And that's where Audible can come in. If you find yourself only with the time to be able to listen to something, but to not sit and physically hold a book, maybe you have a physical job like um, cleaning or whatever, where you are using your hands, or maybe you're a crafter. And you want to be able to just listen to something and to learn on the go. Or maybe you're driving a lot and you're able to listen to a book, but you know, it's illegal to read a book and drive, bitches. Don't try it. Then Audible may be for you. I have a 30-day free trial that you can have a little go at and see if it's for you. You can download millions of books to your phone or to your laptop or whatever you fucking want and listen to it wherever you are. Um, So check it out. Um, I'll leave the link down below. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.